Hello there, I'm Minister Paula Cornett. Thank you for joining me on today's podcast, Revelations from the Heart. I am so excited about what the Lord has in store for you today, and I hope that you will be encouraged by today's message. I'd love to stay connected with you online. You can go to my website at www.paulacornett.weebly.com. Well, grab your Bible and let's get into today's episode. Well, hello there. So glad to have you joining me today. And I'm very, very, very excited to have with me a very special guest, someone who is very dear and near to my heart. And that is my brother, Kevin Cornett. Say hello, Kevin. Hello, everybody. So we're so glad to have Kevin. And um, some of you that uh, follow on the Facebook Live, you've seen Kevin as a guest. And I'm just very delighted to have him today. And I always say that he is my older brother, but he also serves as like a bodyguard, a watch guard. And I just thank God for him and appreciate that. And uh, I always tell people that um, I like to tell this story that when we were younger, Kevin taught me how to kind of play sports okay and so I was pretty good in coordinate I could catch a ball real good and could move real fast and he even taught me how to do that little fake thing where you jerk your body and go one way and your body goes one way your head goes the other and so um with that he when he um would be out playing football with his friends they'd be having a good time and I would come out and I'd want to play and so Kevin knew that if he threw the ball to me and told me to run, I could catch it and I could run and we could get the touchdown. But the only thing was is that he would tell the fellas, because he's playing with all, you know, guys, he would tell them, you cannot touch my sister. So nobody could touch. I think they could just touch me. Is that right? Okay. They couldn't tackle me, you know, or do anything like that. The only thing they could do was touch me. Well, I moved pretty quick. So if they tried to, you know, I'd move before they could touch me. So when I would come out, to play, to play, they hated to see me. Oh, no, here comes his sister, you know. But Kevin, he looked forward to me coming out because he knew that I was going to help him and that we was going to win the game. So, But I'm just very honored to have him today, and I just thank God for uh, his life and for what it is that God has done in his life. There are some great things that Kevin is doing that he has started, and I wanted to have him on as a guest to first share his personal testimony and also just to kind of give you some information on some of the things that God has birthed in him to do. And I can say confidently that the best is yet to come. So without further ado, I just want to welcome to Revelations of the Heart podcast, my older brother, Kevin Cornett. So good to have you, Kevin. So you can just begin by just sharing, you know, with us quickly, uh, your personal testimony, how you came to know Jesus Christ. Um... I guess the best way to start is, you know, when we grew up, grew up, growing up, um, from the, about the age of 10 or 11, um, you know, always in church. Um, so knew God, went to, you know, Heritage Christian, went to school. But as I became a teenager, it's one of those things I had the choice. I decided to go a different, different way. Um, but throughout my, throughout my life, there were always those moments where God would show up and show itself. Mm-hmm. And so... It was always hard for me to get away from it. And so it became a, a point as a young man in my 20s where it was almost like I was running from my calling, like I was running from God constantly. Mm-hmm. So there would be those moments when I would go out, I'd party with the fellas, or I'd go out and party and stuff like that. And it seemed like that drive home was, was when God would really convict me um, and just really say, hey, you know, what are you doing? You, you know, I got something better for you to do. And, and I would, I would you know, shake it off and just keep going and doing what I was doing. Specifically, there was one particular night I can remember very 
vividly I'm on my way home and I had drank way too much. I just know I had and um I was sleepy. I was coming all the way from the west side going to Oakland and and I was very tired and so I pulled off on the interstate and um all I can remember is I'm gonna get fifteen, twenty minutes, I'll be okay, I get back on the road mm-hmm. and um I woke up and it was sun shining in my oh face. Oh my and <laughs> you can feel the heat of the sun on you. So I said, Oh man, it's like like seven o'clock in the morning. Oh my. I had slept for like four hours and the problem was is that the car was still on. It was still in gear, it was still in drive, but my foot was on the brake. And mm. so, you know, it shook me up bad. And so I, I, I you know, got back on the road, I got home and um I had somewhere to go the next the following day. Um somebody was having a barbecue or something and so I just, you know, tried to get some sleep and I just fiddled and, you know, back and forth, you know, rolled in the bed. Just really couldn't get any rest. Went to the barbecue that day and just could not stay um, at the barbecue. I just, something wouldn't allow me to stay. So I left early. I came home, tried to get some more sleep. I I, I tested it to just being tired from the night before. Um, When I came home, it was like, something came to say, finally said, just get up. And so I got up out of bed. And um, I remember um, just, just feeling like all the things that had that had come into my life just I felt like I you know you had made all these mistakes you had failed you had done all these things you you know who are what are you doing you know you don't lost this you don't lost that and so I began to just you know feel some type of way but it was like this voice in the back of my head that said you know but th- I, I prepared you I prepared you for it it's like I, I prepared you for that I needed you to go through that because I need you to do something else and so I just got on my knees and I said, what do you want from me? What do you want me to do? Like, I, at this point, I don't know that I can do anything else. I don't think I don't think there's anything for me to go. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I done hit everything I could hide. I done, you know, I done jumped in a bottle. I done did, you know, everything I could do. <laughs> yeah. And it's not helping. So, at that point, um, I just began to pray and just ask God, what do you want from me? And he started to reveal it to me slowly but surely that he had something bigger and better for me. And then... At the same moment when I was feeling the despair and the and the, the loneliness that I had felt because of all the mistakes I had made, it's like he had wrapped his arms around me and said, you know what, I, I had you every minute. Mm. I tell the story oftentimes that there were, I was in a pit and it's like there was no arm strong enough or long enough to could have got me out but mm-hmm. God. And so he reached down and he pulled me out because he had something bigger and better for me. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. You know, I think about that. And there are many people that I encounter, and probably we all do see day to day, that God's plan is always better. Mm-hmm. But the enemy lies and tells you, mm-hmm. you know, to do this. And he makes those things look so good and so great and so wonderful. But you come to a point where you will reach rock bottom. Oh, yeah. And we know that Jesus is the rock at the bottom. Yeah, that's true, and yeah. just like you said, he's God. You knew that it was God. You cannot doubt that it was God that mm-hmm. reached down and, and pulled you out because... Mm-hmm. You know, you was you was you needed him. Yeah, oh yeah. You needed sure. him. You needed him. Yeah. And and he rescued you. That 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 is just so awesome. And just how you said that, um you said that I thought that was just really powerful how even though you were still doing things mm-hmm. that were contrary to you know, you the purpose that God had for you, that even in the midst of that that God kept you and that not only that, but that he loved you so much and that he kept just like you said, when you were in the car, and sometimes when, you know, parents, when you're praying for your children, mm-hmm. and they seem to act worse, and it seems like this <laughs> is not working, yeah, yeah. you cannot give up, because 
always say that the work of the Holy Spirit continues long after, oh, yeah. you know, we're gone. Mm -hmm. And the Holy Spirit was convicting you. Absolutely. He was convicting you. And I know that that's because of the prayers of our mother. Absolutely. Because of the prayers of your sisters. We mm -hmm. was praying for you. And see, to us, it may have looked like it ain't working. It's not happening. But, <laughs> hey, God was dealing with you. Yeah. And just like I like that you said, you didn't say that you, he he, he was convicting you. And that's what God does yep. is he convicts you. Yep. And um, that's just, just really awesome. Well, I want you to talk about, um, because just like, um, it's almost like, you know, once you give your life totally to God, he starts to reveal the reason why you were created. Correct. Because we're all created yeah. for a reason and a purpose. And if you want to know what you were created to do, what's your purpose? I'm not talking about your job because your job is not your purpose. Right. But your purpose is that thing that God has created that only you could design for you to do. And the only one that knows that is God. True. I like the way Miles Monroe says that, you know, if you want to know the purpose of the, th of the thing, mm -hmm. ask the manufacturer. Yep. And just like our manufacturer is God and he's the only one that knows what he's called a person do or what he wants a person to do. Yeah. And so when did you really begin to kind of step into that? You know, when do you think was like that pivotal moment when you knew or that he began to reveal that to you? So even, even through the time before this event, I had already, it had already, the wheels had already started turning, meaning that I was coaching, I was mentoring, I was doing those things, but I was doing them from a place of, uh, for lack of a better word, I, I was still living in, in, in the world. I was still mm -hmm. in sin. I was still, I, I was two people. I would show up as coach, just sober, you know, never cussing, always telling kids to do the right thing. But then it, at night I would go and I would hang out and do the things I did. Right. Mm -hmm. And so um, that was a conviction too. Um, so what happened was, is that I was already doing that, but he kind of raised the bar for me. And he said, you know, you, you have, you have all these young people's ear, um, I need you to live it like you like you mm -hmm. talk it. I need you to whether so I need you to be who you are whether they're around or not. I need you to be who who the, who you are for them and what you say for them to be twenty four seven. And so that became my next my next mission is that I gotta live this life that I am preaching to them. And so I'm mentoring kids and I'm telling them you know don't do this don't do that. But I turn around and I'm doing some of the same things. And so um, that kind of put me on the path is that I had some things that I had to work through in myself in order to, to be able to do those things. But it, it was about, for me, it was about really two things, forgiveness and pride. That was the two things I had to deal with was that I had a heart that was full of unforgiveness. And so mm -hmm. it was, it was a roadblock for me to, to move past and to go to where I needed to go. And it was also pride where I had the inability to ask for help or to ask even, even God to ask him for help. I, I took it as a like it was a, a a lack of accomplishment that I had to ask God for help. And so I look at that now and it's funny to me, but that's where I was. I I felt like that God saw me as a failure, as as I saw myself. And so um through scripture, through prayer, through things like that, I started to that stuff started to break away and started to move away from me. And so it, it dove me deeper into man to man, into creating something like that. And talk about the, okay. the man to man. Talk, let the people know exactly what um, um, man to man is. Man to man outreach incorporated started about seven years ago officially, um, but it's been going on for about twenty years. Honestly, mm -hmm. um, man to man is just what it is. It, it's just a group where where I wanted men to speak to men, preferably men with some wisdom speak to some younger men with less wisdom, and basically impart on each other some wisdom and just exchange um, the the best way to prepare ourselves. I saw. 
this plight of men and I saw this plight of the world where the lack of true men, godly men, was missing. Yeah. And so my thought process was that I would use my coaching and those things to bring about some of that. If I could help build men that could go on to be uh, husbands and fathers and be people who, who feared and honored God, it, it definitely could change the world. And, and I, was, I wanted to do it. If it was one kid at a time, then that's what I was going to do. And so man to man came out of just that thought process and then dealing with some some young men who were into some trouble, um, just some events spark. I had a young man that passed away tragically mm-hmm. and that really, really pushed me uh, further into it. And so that I really, really had to pick up and say, you know what, I cannot allow another young man to pass like this without at least knowing, you know what yeah. I'm saying? I want to, my, my thing was God kept telling me, I gave you the ability to speak the truth, speak the truth, tell the truth. And so that's what I started telling them, started telling them the truth. I mean, that was the, the, the easiest way I can say it. I just started telling them the whole truth. They would ask me a question. I'm telling them the truth according to his word. I would tell it to them. Um, and they listened um, and, and they held on to it and they, um, they wanted to hear it. And so that sparked man to man. And that's, um, kind of where we're at now is just doing the same thing. Um, and it, it's not just for teenagers. It's for all men. I have guys that are 30 something years old that, oh, that, wow. that come and that, you know, we try to speak life into and pray over and mentor and things like that. But it's just, it's just right now we had a time in our life where men need to learn from men. That That's exactly the right. Fathers and thinking, like that. Yeah. yeah. Men, men need men. Cause we know that there's such a breakdown with you know in the male and that's where you know the enemy came in to attack mm-hmm. the male to get the male out of the home because Absolutely. you know the man plays a very very important role you know in the family he's the leader he's mm-hmm. the priest of the home he leads supposed to lead the family Absolutely. and so with the out the abs with the absence of that male presence you see a breakdown in the family right and we're seeing that now you know that we're seeing the results of that uh over time mm-hmm. that you know men need men and children need men. Absolutely. You know, they need, and not only men, but godly men. Absolutely. Godly men. Because, you know, raising children and having a family, you need God. Mm. You definitely, it, you know, it starts Boy. with God. because, And especially the things that we're dealing with. I mean, you know, we're right in the midst of this corona pandemic, you know, that, <laughs> yes. you know, we have to guard against fear and guard against, you know, just just getting so caught up in in that. Uh, that we, we lose God, but that God is still on the throne and Absolutely. God is still faithful. Is. And, uh, you know, he, he will protect his people. Mm-hmm. And he that's will. the key, his people. Because Absolutely. just because you go to church don't mean you his people. No, just because you give tithes don't mean you his people. No, you but yeah. his people are those that are living right. And I like that how you said that you said that um, um, how the, the Lord just began to, you know, just kind of begin to unfold it for you. Mm-hmm. You know, just as you begin to take those steps he began to take those things. He began to shed those things, and yes. just like you said, with the with unforgiveness, unforgiveness is a is a roadblock. You cannot go nowhere with unforgiveness in your no. heart. Mm-mm. And so, you know, we have to make sure that we're living a life that we're constantly forgiving. You know, I didn't. I've heard him say, you know, that forgiveness is not for the other person, but it's for you. Yep. And I didn't understand it until I went through some things where I had to <laughs> forgive. You really and, you know, it. I was holding on to it and I was, you know, it was messing me up. They was going on with their mm-hmm. lives, you know, whatever. But when I really got a hold of that, I said, I see now why, you know, mm-hmm. but it doesn't mean that God is not going to, you know, take care of that. And we, we let God handle things and he handles things, you know, 
in his way, which his way is pure. His way is, you know, not like our way. So I just think that's really awesome, Kevin, you know, what you're doing in the city and um, the young men that you're you're impacting and the seeds that you're sowing. And there's also another branch off from man to yep. man that you've uh, started um, as well. Talk about that just a little bit. So man to man started off to be more for younger men, ages 12 to 18. And so um, as I... Um, started that group and it, we became a not-for-profit, I looked at other programs and other needs. And so one of the other things I saw was that there was this group of of men that were right above that age, so t- early 20s, maybe 30s, that literally were kind of um, left out, mm-hmm. right? And so they still needed, you know, that support, but just in a different way um, because they were out there with jobs, some of them with families, you know, married, things like that. They just may have needed something else. And, and on top of that, um, the name of the group is Brick by Brick. My my thought process was that if we're going to build a strong house, it starts with a brick. All right. Mm-hmm. And so if I can give you a brick, you give me a brick, we can start building each other. We start building our houses. Right. But I'm going to give you something that this strong that you can use that I was given. Right. From my father that you that you may be given from yours. And we just start trading bricks. I'm going to I'm going to sow the seed in you. I'm going to provide you with this information, with this wisdom that God has put on my heart to give to you. And so in doing that, we, we are building each other up, so to speak. And so I just want to start a group where men can build build each other up, fellowship, um, Bible study, um, anything else that we needed to accomplish in the group. Um, it's, it's a newer group. We've only met one time, plan on meeting here in the next uh, couple of weeks, but it's really, it really was a passion of mine to really start that group. Um, that probably was was a bigger passion of mine um, than anything else, um, just because I saw the need of it. Um, we have we have so many people out here with what you see going on social media, the the lack of the importance of marriage and the family unit. Yeah. Just strengthening that back up and letting people know that as a married man with a family, how important it is to be. Um, just just the best version of yourself you can be for your wife and for your family and just trying to instill that in people again so that that's the that's the next or the the spinoff so to speak of man to man okay now um do you guys have like volunteers or volunteer opportunities for so, yeah. either group yeah so either group basically uh more so for man to man brick to brick brick by brick is 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 not as much but man to man we're always looking for volunteers people that want to come and actually help um, that you can come and speak, give your testimony. That's always welcome. Um, also help, you know, wrangling the kids, make sure they stay what they're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. We feed them um, every week. So, you know, passing out food, making sure they get what they need um, and, and just things like that. So there's always need for volunteers. And then as more programs come up, um, you know, I want to keep an active list of volunteers just in case. I got some other programs we're trying to run and trying to do. So we're always needing. But most of all, we just need prayer. Just, you know, man to man and brick by brick, just just prayers. Put us on yeah. your prayer list. Pray for us. Um, you know, we take we'll take donations also because I'm feeding we're feeding these kids. Yeah. Now, how can they do that if they like to give um, donations? Uh, the best way to do it is there is my website is man M-A-N, the number two, uh, man, M-A-N-O-U-T at Weebly.com. That's our okay. website. Um, and then I also have an email, man to man indie at gmail dot com, and I can actually direct you to whatever we got on. Make sure you write that down now. Yeah, because so, you want to, you know, support um, the work of God, that you know what God is doing with you and what God is doing 
um, through you. And we just, I, I thank God for you. You know, just as the Bible says, I say this scripture all the time that the Bible says, and they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and the word of their mm -hmm. testimony, Revelation 12. I think it's 11. I think, or, yeah, I think it's 11. Um, but it says that, and we overcome because just like, you know, the enemy tried to lie to you, try to get you wrapped mm -hmm. up into the wrong things. And, yeah. and, but God, but God, but God, he reached down and said, no, no, this one's mine. And I'm going to use them for my purpose and for my glory. So um, just in closing, uh, what advice would you give to men that perhaps may be listening um, to this podcast? You know, and you know what I kind of think about this? I think about this as like end time men advice, men, mm -hmm. men, men advice, because, you know, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure out that this thing's getting ready to be wrapped up. You right, know, right. we none know the day, the hour, the time the scripture says no man knows. You know, but one thing that we do know is that there have been plenty of signs to give us uh, the clue that Jesus is soon to return. And so, you know, with that in mind, what advice or what, like, lasting thing would you leave um, mm -hmm. for the men, you know, that, that young men, old men, just men, period, that, are, that may be listening to this podcast? I think the, the overall, I think the, the biggest thing I would say, and this is something that I really, really, especially to now, uh, that I really, really hold on to is Masaru has a quote, and I can't quote it exactly, but he talks about when you leave this world, you need to leave empty. Mm -hmm. um, and that's one of the things that when I read the quote, I had to read it like 10 times because I just wanted to sink into my mind. Yeah. Because literally, I think if everybody lives their life as if I want to leave here empty, I don't want to leave here having not done or at least attempted to do everything that God has for me that's to do. Yeah. And I think that that's the advice I would give to men is don't don't let it go away and not have done everything with your kids, with your wife, with your family. Don't don't let it don't don't leave here let you know like that. I think that that's that's my legacy for, you know, my son Christian for my family is that if you're going to say anything at my funeral, I want it to be that he didn't he, he left empty. Yes. You know, he didn't have anything else to give. Mm -hmm. God, God is, is, is... He's just done. Yeah, he's done. He's gone because he's done. I think that, that is it. That is what I think uh, all of us should strive for. As men, there's just so much work for us to do. Um, we just got to make sure that we are diligent. We, we, we're praying. We're, we're reading the word. Just like you said, there's no way you can be a parent in this world today without having God. Mm -hmm. There's just no way. And mm -hmm. so, as men, the fact that you were literally born into a position of leadership in the... the the weight that that should carry for you, um, that you need God to do those things. Um, there's never a time when you won't need God through that through that journey. So, just the biggest thing: leave empty and God. That's it. Is is just seek God in everything you do. Just seek God first. Seek His counsel. Um, pray. Read the Word. Just just really just chase after God with your whole heart um, until your last breath. And and I'm telling you, your life will be fulfilled. You would have you would have accomplished what you should have done, and God can say, "In in Him, I'm well pleased." Yes, and that's that is, I mean, you know, it's it's good to get accomplished. I mean, you know, accolades from man, but it's it's it, I'm looking for that day, you know, just when to stand before mm -hmm. God and He say, "You this is you handled that well. Mm -hmm. You handled that well, and you know, here's your reward." And a lot of times I don't think we think in terms of eternity mm -hmm. because regardless of if we do fulfill everything we're supposed to do here on this earth or not, we will have to stand before God and give an account Absolutely. for what we did or didn't do. Yep. 
and not nobody else then you stand there by yourself mm -hmm. you know with god with with you know with um before the lord and you know he will decide upon you know your reward so you know i'm aiming for well done well done i'm i'm aiming for that i'm aiming for well done and so you know well praise god for you kevin i just thank god for you today you. that you uh, his his is it county his county is own um, <laughs> travel restriction uh, because of the virus but uh, he made it through and we just you know believe in God to get us uh, through this and you know I will say this you know that you know I I say to people you know, they ask you know, I say, I'm just riding this wave yep. and this is a wave but this is one of many waves mm -hmm. that I believe that you know we will see and experience but for those that are in Christ. We do not fear because you know what? God will take care of us. Just as a natural father is supposed to take care of his children. Mm -hmm. But God, he takes care of his children. And so we don't need to fear and we don't need to worry. But we just continue to put our trust and faith in God because he is able. Um, in closing, I just want to say I, I didn't make a proper introduction. I just went into telling my story, you know, of how, you know, I played football, you know, with my brother. But Kevin, um, he's married. And him and his wife, how long y'all been married? Four years. Tiffany. They've been married for four years and have a son, Christian. And um, Kevin, right now, he's uh, oh, he works at, what did you do? He Lowe's. works at the cor corporate office of Lowe's. Mm -hmm. And um, he also does, the man-to-man -man is, is all done at the Y. Right. The Ransburg the, the Ransburg Y mm -hmm. here in Indianapolis, Indiana. And again, if you would like to volunteer, if you'd like to give a donation, you can do so through his Website, go ahead and give that web address again. It's www.man2man, man, the number two man out at weebly.com. All righty, so write that down and be sure to be a blessing to him. Um, before we close, I just want to end with the word of prayer, mm -hmm. and um, I can do that or you can do that, whichever. Yeah, okay, we're gonna just lift up men today since. There was a man sitting here with me, and we're going to just pray for men and believe God to do a mighty work uh, in and through men. And just know today that if perhaps in your life, you know, you can identify as a man with Kevin, as he said, that, you know, even though he had grown up in church and knew the things of God, but he steered away and he took some detours. And, you know, God allow the detours but in the end you're going to do what he wants you to do mm -hmm. so you can kick and scream and fuss and fight all you want to but in the end God you will do what he wants you to do so perhaps you may have taken some detours just know that it's never too late and you've never messed up bad enough that God cannot rescue you from whatever you've done or whatever you're doing stop believing the lies of the enemy God has created you for a purpose he's created you on purpose and for a purpose and it's time that you start walking and living in that Father God, we just thank you today. We thank you, God, that we can come before you, Lord God. And we know, Lord God, that you are the God of purpose, Lord God, that you have set inside each and every person a purpose and a destiny and the potential to fulfill that purpose, Lord God. I thank you for stirring the hearts of those listening, Lord God, especially the men, Father God, that you will reveal their purpose to them, Father God, that they will begin to look to you, Father God, for the answers because you hold the answer to everything that we need. I thank you, Father God, for just moving by your precious Holy Spirit, Father God, to just stir the hearts of men, Lord God, to awaken the leadership that's on the inside of them, Father God, and that you move in their lives, Lord God, 
as never before. We thank you, Father God, that you are faithful. We thank you for the testimony that you've given Kevin. We thank you for the vision that you've given Kevin, Lord God, and we thank you for the people, the resources, everything that he needs to carry it out. Father God, you be glorified in his life. You be glorified from this podcast, and I thank you for all those that are listening, Lord God, that they will be blessed. In the mighty, precious name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you so much for listening. Remember that the Bible says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Thank you for listening to Revelations from the Heart podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to share it with someone in your life. Share this podcast on your social media networks. I'd love for you to connect with me on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter, and you can find the links to all my pages at my website at www.paulacornette.weebly.com. God bless you and hope you will take time to listen again soon.